I just figured out that secret. Like the secret was not that I had a chore chart that was magical mm-hmm. or, you know, I wasn't like a taskmaster and doing, you know, 15,000 things a day. It was just that I had way less to manage. That was it. That's it. That's yeah. the secret. That's the secret. I mean, there you go. Okay. We're done. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast, where we chat about all the things that mama needs. On this podcast, you'll hear real stories from moms that you can relate to and listen in while you do your everyday life. Hey, I'm your host, Jen Collins, mama of three kids, wife and founder of Mama Needs Box, a monthly self-care subscription box for moms. Mama Needs Box is also the sponsor of this podcast, and we want to spread the message of self-care far and wide through our boxes and this podcast. So just for listening to this episode, I'd love for you to grab a box for $5 off using the code podcast at checkout. This month's theme is Mama Needs Love, just in time for Valentine's Day. So go over to mamaneedsbox.com. You can see our theme, read more about it. Subscribe for yourself or give it as a gift and use the code podcast at checkout. So it's the new year and many of us are looking to declutter our homes. I know I am. So today's episode is super timely. I am interviewing Krista Lockwood, wife and mama of five kids who teaches decluttering for moms who don't want to be a full-blown minimalist. So in 2013, she and her husband moved from, get this, Alaska to Florida (laughs) with only one suitcase each. They really decluttered. Um, So while she doesn't believe you need to go to that extreme, she has been able to master the balance of having enough, but not too much. We talk about how moms carry the guilt of decluttering, uh, cleaning, making a lot of these hard decisions of what stays and what goes. We also talk about why decluttering is harder for some moms than others, maybe because of guilt or a mindset shift or because we feel safe with our stuff. Krista tells us to trust yourself and gently coaches us to take one step forward to see how it makes us feel. And lastly, she tells us how we can make our homes work for us instead of our clutter ruling over us. How good does that sound? You are going to love my conversation with Krista, so enjoy it. All right. Hey, Krista, welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, a little bit about your family, where you live, and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Krista. I'm the founder of Motherhood Simplified, and we are a community of moms who focus on decluttering specifically inside the home so that you can simplify all of the other areas of your life. And I do that because I have five kids (laughs) and we've been super nomadic um, since about 2013. We've um, moved like once a year or more since then from Alaska yeah, Alaska, Florida, Idaho, Southern California. We're in the Midwest now and we're staying here. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I do. I teach moms how to declutter. I've mastered that. I don't have my entire life figured out by any means, but I do know how to make like your house easy to live in and easy to maintain. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like 
what every mom listening wants um, to clear the clutter and have their house maintained. And it feels so uh, out of reach, you know, like that you have to hire a house cleaner to constantly keep your house clean because it's just impossible to maintain when you have a million kids running around. You have five, I have three. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a lot going on here. Um, So I know you have a course about this too, which is really interesting. I was reading all about it the other day. Um, So tell us your story. How did you... How did you get to this place of helping moms declutter and feel good about their homes? And why is it so important to you? Yeah. So like I said, we've been, this is where it starts. We were really nomadic. My husband and I grew up in Alaska. That's where we were born and raised. And in 2013, we had three kids at the time. And I was a teacher. I actually had just opened up my own preschool and was like doing that. I rented a house and did that. And I was super overwhelmed by like everything that moms deal with, right? Like raising young kids. They were three, we had three under five. Uh, So raising young kids, working full time, being a wife, like being a young mom too. Like I, I was very young. I was like 19 when I had my first Um, and just super overwhelmed all the time. But the majority of what my time was consumed with was busy work from my house. It felt like like the laundry, dishes, toys, and just everything that comes with being in a house with tiny people who aren't, you know, equipped with the skills or like even the right size bodies to clean up after themselves. Um, And so I just, all of my time was consumed by that. And I didn't know that there was any other way of being a mom, right? Like I was just like, I guess when they're older, it'll get easier. Right. And we have a, our oldest kids are 10, 12, and 15 now, now. And parts of it do get easier, but it doesn't make like all of that work go away. And so I was I was drowning in that. I was really overwhelmed. I felt like lost in, you know, motherhood and who I was in general and doing busy work all the time, cleaning up the same messes all the time, using weekends to catch up, like going to bed at the end of the night and just feeling like I was doing stuff all day long because clearly I was exhausted, but didn't really have anything to show for it. Cause I would have to wake up in the morning and do the same things again, <laughs> the same dishes or get caught up from yesterday's work, do more laundry, find the kids shoes, backpacks and all that. So in 2013, my husband was like, what would you think if we just like moved to a big city, got out of Alaska and I just dominated my business. Cause he's an entrepreneur. I was like, okay, sure. Whatever. Like, and then like two weeks later he had a job opportunity in Florida. And we're like, okay, like we're moving to Florida. And we were really broke. We didn't have money to bring our stuff with us. And it didn't make sense to keep a storage unit of stuff in Alaska, like literally the first furthest point from Florida. And so we got rid of all of our stuff down to what fit into a suitcase per person, because we could take one suitcase per person on the flight there and start it over. And what happened when we got to Florida was life got really easy. And I thought it was because, you know, it was like a honeymoon phase of living somewhere new or being by the beach, you know, going from the beach from like that Arctic freezing cold all the time felt like a dream in itself. And that was part of it. But in hindsight, it was because we just didn't have all of the stuff to manage. Like I was working more hours 
per day in Florida than I was in Alaska, yet I was going to bed at the end of the day, like with an hour of free time, like, and everything was done every single night and weekends. We could just go do whatever we wanted. We could go to the beach and laundry was taken care of and the kids knew where to put their stuff. And we always knew where their stuff was. And all of these problems that I had just disappeared. And so I didn't know like why that happened until in 2017, I got pregnant again. And I was a part of a due date group on a Facebook. And after we had our babies, everyone was kind of like a little bit bored. You know, like there's only, you're sitting with your baby, you can't really do much. <laughs> and also most of them were very overwhelmed, especially if they had other kids overwhelmed by their messes, overwhelmed by the dishes, the laundry, feeling like they didn't have any help, um, feeling like they, they couldn't invite their families over because their house was too messy. And they also couldn't go anywhere because they had too much to do at home. Um, and so somebody decided they were going to do a house tour and like show everybody the inside of their house. And it turned into this thing where we all shared our houses. And when I got to be my turn, they were all like, hold on, like, hold on a second. Like you have four kids and a baby and a dog and like, where's all your stuff? Like, and not like your house is totally empty, but they were like, why don't your kids make, like, where's your like piles of clothes on the couch? Like, <laughs> like, like where are the tornadoes of toys everywhere? Right. Yeah. And um, that was when it kind of started to click like, oh, like I haven't had that for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I should be way more overwhelmed by having a baby, but I'm not. And so I started just like watching more house tours and they started asking me questions like, how do you do this? How do you stay caught up on laundry? And I figured out it's because I decluttered, right? By accident. Right. And you then, were kind of forced to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. My husband forced me to, for sure. <laughs> he went ahead of us, like four weeks ahead of us. And I stayed back and got rid of everything. Mm. He didn't have to get rid of it. I did. I was the one like crying and mess on the floor, like totally overwhelmed and freaking out. Um, he was like, it's fine. Once you get here, you'll see it's fine. He was right. But yeah. Dang it. Dang it. Those men. Why do they have to be right? right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just figured out that secret. Like the secret was not that I had a chore chart that was magical or, you know, I wasn't like a taskmaster and doing, you know, 15,000 things a day. It was just that I had way less to manage. That was it. That's it. That's yeah. the secret. That's the secret. I mean, there you go. Okay. We're done. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I mean, yeah, you were forced to uh, pack what you needed in what three or four suitcases. How mm -hmm. did you decide what to get rid of? Cause I mean, I think that's, that's part of this process is like um, decision fatigue or like paralysis of like, I don't know what to do um, or how to get, you know, what to get rid of and what if I need this later? And it's kind of like, did you have a process of elimination? <laughs> how did you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, and I did it all wrong. Um, <laughs> I did it all wrong. So the thing about like decluttering your house in our house is that we don't realize how much stuff we actually have. And so in my head, you know, I had this four week deadline. Basically we had bought our flights and that was when we had to have everything gone. And so in my head, I was like, okay, I'll get rid of like the couches and the beds and like the kitchen table, because those are the biggest things. And then everything else I'll just like 
I don't I don't know what I thought I was going to do with everything else, but it that was the worst decision, mm-hmm. right? And I see like moms doing that too when they start decluttering too is like it's really hard to like make logical decisions because you're so overwhelmed by this stuff. Like in hindsight, like, yeah, I, sh- I should have kept the dining room table because we had to eat on it for the next four weeks. And then we ate on the floor. Right. And you know, that's something that sells pretty easily. Like I could just put it up for a hundred dollars and somebody will take it. Same with my couches and the beds. And I got rid of all that first thinking that I would just do that and I would be done. <laughs> um, so like in my courses, I teach people how to go through the decision-making process in a better way, because after I did that, I still had to go through, right? I knew that I had these suitcases of what I could keep. And so it started off by like keeping this amount of clothes and like this amount of toys. And actually just to kind of share like how overwhelming decluttering can be. One of the bedrooms I had like blocked off for all of the things that I deemed important enough to bring with us to Florida. And so I had like this bedroom full of stuff of like clothes and toys and decor and like memories and books and stuff. Because I was like, somehow in my mind, I'm like, I'll be able to fit these in the suitcases. Right. And then eventually I'm like, okay, like this is a bedroom full of stuff that I feel is all very important and it's not going to fit into these suitcases. And so I just had to keep making decisions and more decisions and more decisions on like, what's actually important, what's actually valuable, what's actually meaningful to us, like as a family, when it came to like keeping sentimental items and that kind of a thing. So um, I've been able to figure out the process really in hindsight and like looking at how I, how I did that and how I mapped it all out. And now I have it in a curated form so that, you know, moms don't have to do things like that. And you don't, cause that is one of the things that we that we fear that we'll get rid of something that we need. Like right. what if we need it? Right. Um, so yeah, I do help you make those kinds of decisions. Start with the really simple things like, and not starting with like things like your sentimental items. Like don't start with your baby's clothes. Right. Don't start there. Like <laughs> those aren't the things that are overwhelming you on a daily basis anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like the pile of stuff by the front door. <laughs> right. Right. That makes complete sense. Yeah. I think, I think we just, sometimes some of us need a roadmap of how to, make those decisions that are really hard because they are emotional, but they're also just a lot, like you were saying, just very overwhelming. Um, I know that you talk to a lot of moms, a lot of women, and I'm sure one of the top things that you hear is um, the word guilt. Um, I feel guilty for having all this stuff, or I feel guilty for throwing away my kid's art or, you know, any number of things. I'm sure you have a lot of those <laughs> stories. Yeah. Um, what What are some of those things that you hear? And why do you think moms, why do you think we feel all of that guilt and not necessarily like our husbands or anyone else in our lives? Yeah, this is, this is a good question. So I have two directions that I will take it. Um, and the first is that like as moms in our current society, we're, we're bred to take on that pressure, right? We have like, whether it's expectations that are unfair that we've picked up from social media or our families or outdated beliefs that used to work when society wasn't structured in the way that it's structured anymore. Like we do, I will say unnaturally, because I don't think naturally we're supposed to feel this way, but we do unnaturally take on feelings of guilt way more than men or our husbands or our spouses. And I know this because I've had conversations with my husband about it, like from 
the very first day that I had my daughter, my very first daughter, she's almost 13 now. Um, I told him I felt guilty for wanting to take a shower. And it was the most bizarre thing that came out of my mouth because I was a, I was a young mom and I didn't have any other friends around me who were moms yet. And social media was like just emerging, but I had something inside of me that was like, I literally feel guilty for wanting to put her down and go clean myself up because I, I just gave birth. And I, I don't know why that is, but for a lot of us, it just is. And it takes a, like a conscious practice of unthinking that, right. And unlearning that. So that's the first direction I'll take it. <laughs> and then the other direction is that for us, we look around at all of the stuff in our house and it's like this constant visual reminder of everything that we should air quote should be doing right. Like we should, you know, clean up a little bit, right. Or we should be more on top of things, or we should be doing more crafts with our kids, or we should be cooking more from home, or we should be baking more. We should be whatever it is. And so it can also like, we can also like feel guilty because we should be resting more, right? We should be doing more self-care. We should be exercising more. We should be blah, blah, blah. Like whatever. There's like a million things. uh, And I hate that word so much. I try to like delete it from my vocabulary because who says, right? Who says we should? Yeah, exactly. But the, the clutter in our homes where we are, you know, we interpret things through our senses. And so we see it and it's like a, a trigger of how we should feel, or it makes us feel something. And when we see piles of stuff that constantly make us feel like we're behind or constantly make us feel like we have things to do, um, it just brings on a lot of guilt in, in all forms. We don't have enough time for our kids and we also don't have enough time to clean our house. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a visual reminder of all of those things that we have to do. Yes, that makes total sense. And I think everyone is like nodding their heads in agreement because we're all we're all in the same boat. And I feel like it's it's harder for some moms than others. And I wonder, um, you know, what you what you find when you're working with moms who really have a hard time letting go of stuff, um, sentimentality, you know, whether it's that, whether it's guilt, whether it's, you know, um, they just, they feel safe with their stuff. Um, and I'm not talking about hardcore, like hoarders. Okay. That's a whole different disorder. You know, that's a whole thing on its own, but I'm talking about like people who just really have a hard time and, and maybe there's different and maybe you can speak to this, but maybe there's different levels of, you know, decluttering and maintaining. Cause like maybe your way packing four suitcases full of stuff, which is extreme, isn't for everyone. Maybe it is for some people, but not for everybody. Um, but maybe they're on like a, just a couple levels lower than that, or, you know what I mean? Um, what do you say to moms like that, who, who just need it? maybe a little extra push or just see things a little bit differently in that way. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I like that you brought up the four suitcases part specifically, because I, I actually don't recommend that for people. <laughs> like it wasn't fun. Like it right. was. And like I said, like my situation was different because I didn't know I was doing it on purpose. It was just like what we decided to do, but, and we also did it a second time and we lived in an RV. Oh, wow. 
Oh my God. That was like, yeah. (laughs) You've tried it all, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so we went extreme and we're like, we can live in a tiny home. And no, we cannot. (laughs) It's not for us at all. But yeah, when it comes, and that's another um, reason why I love to guide moms through this is because I've gone so far to the other end and I've come back to a spot where. I don't feel overwhelmed and so burdened like I used to. And I also don't feel like I'm deprived. And especially what you said about like feeling secure with our stuff, right? Like we want to have our stuff because it makes us feel good. Um, you know, one of the conversations that I have a lot with moms is you're you you're hesitant or resistant or whatever you want to call it to getting rid of stuff because you want it for security. But do you feel secure with it right now? Because what you're saying is it makes me stressed out. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel like the walls are closing in and it's not giving you those feelings of security right now. It's not giving you, it's not making you feel like your needs are being met. Um, and we can tell that because you feel guilty. You feel right. overwhelmed. You feel like you're behind. And so I always recommend just either starting small. That's where most people start, like something really small and seemingly insignificant, like under your kitchen sink. Like there's a whole lot of trash under there. Probably there's a whole lot of like old cleaning products that you can easily throw away because it's stink or whatever. (laughs) And you can clear that out and you can like decluttering is just a skill. It's a skill to practice pushing yourself slightly outside of your comfort zone and getting rid of some things and showing yourself that it's okay, that you can trust yourself to do this. Mm -hmm. You can trust yourself to not get rid of the things that you need. Like I did like our beds horrible idea we slept on the floor for like three weeks camped out yeah (laughs) but yeah like start with something small and show yourself like that felt really good that felt really good and like sometimes moms will do that and they'll clean out under their sink or like their laundry room cabinets they're like i just want to stay like in this laundry space i don't want to it feels so good and so for those moms that it's really difficult just start with something that seems small and insignificant. Um, and it can even be like literally just one thing, like one piece of paper off of your counter space that's like been sitting there and you don't need it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that because I think that's a really gentle way of coaching people and, and just helping them through it is, you know, saying like, you can trust yourself and, and like, just see how it feels first and then go from there. So I really, I really love that encouragement. Um, what are some ways that we can make our homes work for us instead of our clutter ruling over us? Yes. So this goes along with the second way that I recommend people start. Like if you're, if you're, if you don't feel really resistant to decluttering or you are just so desperate for relief, start with something that's going to have the most impact on you. So for moms, that's typically dishes and like kitchen area stuff because everybody's always hungry toys or laundry and so like when you think about do you mind if I ask you personally like if you had to pick a top one of those which one would it be for you (laughs) say them again laundry toys or like your dishes and kitchen oh boy um I, I, right now I would say laundry because the laundry room is a disaster and we have like a project that needs to be done in there. So that would be my very first place right now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, yeah, 
And I'm sure that everybody listening in like laundry and toys are usually the top thing. So when it comes to laundry, like we need our laundry and we need to have clothes and we need to dress for the weather and we need to have accommodations for all those things. But when we have too much, it ends up not exactly serving the purpose of like what clothes are intended for. Like for me, it used to be like, we would have laundry baskets full of clothes and I would pull out the cleanest dirty clothes because I was so far behind on laundry all the time that we just lived out of laundry baskets, even though the closets were full and the dressers were full. And it was just this never ending cycle. And so when I talk about like making your house work for you, that's my recommendation is to declutter down to an amount of stuff that actually works for you, that meets your needs, but doesn't give you all of this extra work. Like all of this doesn't take up all of your extra space, your extra time, your extra energy. It just meets your needs and it's it can go, you know, you just slowly get rid of things until you find that sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm thinking about my laundry room right now. And like, especially um, I have cabinets that need to be cleaned out of, you were talking about under the kitchen sink. And I have like, I keep my cleaning products under um, in a cabinet in the laundry room. And so I'm like, oh gosh, I need to clean that out. And we have this laundry chute, which is amazing. Like I've always my whole life wanted a laundry chute since like seeing home alone, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like the dead weight, dumb waiter. Um, but we don't have the dumb waiter, but we have the chute. And so I've always wanted one and I got one with this house and we use it a lot in the summer. And it's really great for like when the kids go swimming, they can just throw down their wet clothes instead of leaving them on the floor. And so it's been really helpful with that. But I'm like, what other ways can I use this shoot to like be to my benefit? Because everything, the kids live upstairs and our room is down. Um, and so there's just, yeah, a million things that I could declutter and fix and maintain and, you know, processes that I can start and (laughs) it's overwhelming for sure. But like, it's true. If I'm focusing on just the one room and then like putting a date on the calendar that we put the new flooring down and like, you know, making sure that I, I feel good about it in the process. Um, and that I'm, I'm having a win through this, like it's going to help me eventually. Um, so I love, I love everything that you're doing. I love, um, how you're helping moms and helping them just feel better about their homes and not, and instead of us, you know, being ruled by our homes and our stuff, like us ruling the stuff, like that's just huge. It's just such a mindset um, shift that I think is hard to get there. But once we do get there, then that's everything, right? Yeah. And just, yeah, exactly. And what you said though about your your laundry room, I wanted to tell you and encourage you too. And anybody else who's listening, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think that we have to dedicate like an entire weekend to like master this stuff. And it happens in small, like five to 15 minute increments, right? Like just mm-hmm. clearing out one cabinet at a time yeah. and just like slowly and intentionally moving forward uh, and toward that, you know, that relief that you want. That's how it happens. And And then, you know, if you do, a little bit of those over and over and over again, you have big results and you can get that flooring done and yeah. have that complete. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see it in my head, Krista. I can see it. It's going to be amazing and lovely. And one of those, like, you know, when you like 
you see like a picture of a laundry room in a magazine, you're like, this is just a laundry room, but oh my gosh, it's so pretty. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, that's what I want. I know it's just a laundry room, but like, I want to walk in there and feel good about myself when I walk in there and like feel good about how it looks. Yeah. So yeah, that's my motivation is the, the magazine picture I can, you know, see in my head. Yeah. So I love that. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with our mom's um, about this subject before we move on to the rapid fire questions? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Just keep it, start yeah. small, start simple. Every little bit counts. Um, and yeah, you can, you can totally make your house work for you instead of feeling like you're just working for your house and your stuff. Yes. yes. And you're going to help us do that. So tell us before we get to those questions, tell us where you live on the internet so people can find your courses and follow you on Instagram and just be encouraged by what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm motherhood simplified everywhere. So Instagram motherhood underscored simplify motherhood simplified podcast. There's a Facebook group, um, a private Facebook group, which is nice too, because people can share their photos anonymously yeah. and get feedback and support that way. Um, those are the main spaces. And then my site is motherhoodsimplified.com where you can awesome. get blogs, podcasts, freebies, courses, all of it. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, we, like I said, we will put all of that in the show notes for people. Um, and then I want to ask you these rapid fire questions because I just think they're so fun to um, have our audience get to know you a little bit better. So if we were to meet up at Starbucks, which would be lovely, I would love that. Um, yeah. What would you order? Okay. My, my order is, I always do it on the app because it's so long, but it's an ice, <laughs> it's an iced vanilla latte, a grande with light ice, vanilla, coconut milk, and a cold foam. So <laughs> it's a little <laughs> like bit I'm bougie simplified. there. <laughs> it simplified everything, but my coffee. I was going to say, yeah, that's a little bit bougie, but I love it. That sounds delicious. I would try I it. I found it by accident. Ooh. One day there was like a, a cup on the counter and I was like, what is that? I asked the lady and I was like, what is that? It looks really good. And she was like, it was an order that nobody ever showed up for. If you want to try it. Oh, and it was amazing. And now it's all I think. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> okay. Well, what is a good book that you're reading now or you've read recently? Um, the Bitcoin standard. So oh, I am down. very interested in, in all of that. I'm not sure how I feel about cryptocurrency. Are you Bitcoin's enjoying the book? Different. Oh, it is? But, well, it, it is a cryptocurrency, but to me, like it's it's different than a lot of them. It's not, it's, yeah. It, it talks about the foundations of it, like how it came. It's very encouraging, like for humanity and society and financial revolution, Bitcoin. Okay. Crypto is still good, but Bitcoin is kind of like, a, a different game. So definitely okay. the Bitcoin standard. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll link to that. I am like still learning all about this and I don't think that my brain can quite like grasp it all yet, but yeah. that's really interesting that you're reading a book about it. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll find that and link that. What is your favorite way to practice self-care? I think right now it's honestly, I'm coming on the tail end of having two kids under two again. And so it's just oh. trying, oh yeah, trying a lot of different things and figuring out who I actually am again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Man, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> when that's you're I'm like, like drowning in toddlerhood. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm like, I guess I'll read a book about Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
but I, that's what I like now. That's <laughs> <laughs> so really funny. But also, I was going to say this, and I, I forgot to say it uh, earlier in our conversation, but all of this stuff that you do is self-care for yourself, mm-hmm. your, your well-being, your mentality with your homes, um, because a huge a huge part of self-care is just like feeling good when you get home. Like I, I want my home to be a place where I can walk in and feel refreshed. And I want that for other people who walk into my home and feel cozy and warm and welcome. And so mm-hmm. all of that is um, self-care too. So I um, just wanted yeah. to make sure I said that. I love it. Yeah. Decluttering your self-care. It really is. Business is self-care. This is part of my self-care, like connecting with other moms, self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Endless possibilities. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Love it. Our show is called the Mama Needs Podcast. So as a mama, what do you need right now? Um, I don't know. I think this was really good. I think this whole conversation is what I needed, to be honest. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's Friday and I've been home with toddlers all week. Yeah. And I think probably just talking with other adults, moms specifically, is probably what I need. I love that. Yes. And I mean, thank goodness for Zoom that we're able to do this, um, even though everybody kind of hates Zoom right now, (laughs) Uh, coming off the heels of quarantine and stuff. But I love it. I love connecting with other moms and um, it it fills me up too. So I definitely needed it as well. So it's so nice to talk to you. Um, One more time, just tell us where people can find you. We'll link it all in the show notes and then we'll sign off. Okay. Yeah. Come find me on Instagram because I'm starting to do reels, just motherhood underscore simplified. And then that will have links to everything else too. Whatever you like, you like blogs, podcasts, Facebook groups, courses, all there. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much, Krista, for being on today and sharing with us. Yeah. Thank you. you.